What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ben and Chris Talk Sports. I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. We're here to bring you our opinion on the news notes and happenings from around the world of sports. Episode 185, back after a lengthy hiatus. The 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 preparations, the wedding, the honeymoon are as much fun as they were. Had a blast. Uh, in the past now, in, in the rearview mirror, um, man, what a great time it was, though. It was. And, it uh, was. yeah, I couldn't, couldn't ask for anything better, man. Everybody there, so helpful and beautiful weather, great day, uh, great food, great drinks, great people, great times. It's like a cheesy, uh, a cheesy, um, kitchen piece of kitchen art you get at like TJ Maxx with that phrase, but <laughs> it's legitimate. And then the honeymoon was amazing. And now back into the swing of real life, which I don't mind either because that's also enjoyable. All so, right. all right. Well, now you, uh, now you have a ring on your finger. I do. I do, man. And it's it, it took a little while to get adjusted to because I'm not a jewelry guy. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I wore a necklace for a couple, you know, year in the past. And uh, I used to wear a watch before cell phones told us what time it constantly was. But, uh, yeah, I got used to it. And it fits pretty good, thankfully. I had to use the biggest mold they had uh, when they made it. Otherwise, they would have had to have probably just taken out the uh, tape measure and... Just one of those like the uh, like the uh, tape measures they're using like fitting for a suit or something. <laughs> Go around and, and spin it, but no, that is great, great time. And while it was gone, the NFL season started. Right. Some teams aren't still currently aren't uh, up to speed on that, but others are, and we're gonna do a lot of talking about that today. Uh, by the time we record next, we're we'll really close to the end of the baseball season, so I'll probably focus up a little bit more on baseball next time. Uh, there's still a lot of divisions up in the air, wild cards, playoff berths, MVPs. I think it's pretty much locked up in the AL. Should be at least. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, I think uh, I think it's going to be Judge. Only unfortunately because I'm a Sox fan. So, but he's played well and he deserved it, and he's going to get paid by somebody who's going to regret it. Right, <laughs> because this is one of the first years he's ever been consistently healthy. It's a contract year, and it's funny how those things work. But we he's shall see. Plus thirty for sure. Yeah. 31, so. Yeah, he's gonna get paid. Someone's gonna pay him. Someone's gonna pay him. Probably, I'm thinking the team across town is gonna open up their piggy bank. But uh, we shall see. Um, yeah, NFL season uh, has has begun, as I stated earlier and um i don't really know where to start because it's three full weeks now in the books uh we have our fantasy teams also which thankfully for mine my, my, my team actually showed up uh this past weekend and i just almost dropped the microphone with a lot of practice here there we go uh what i mean where do you want to start with this i mean it, it's been a crazy year so far we're only three weeks in and there's been some unexpected, some expected. Um, sometimes teams look invincible. Other times they look very beatable. Mediocre teams the week before are beating stellar teams the week before and, and, and completely throwing off what we think we know. Uh, this is usually the case with the NFL season, but this season has been even more so. Um, uh, I just I just say, what's, what's your biggest surprise so far? Ah, oh, man, my biggest surprise so far. Um, it, it, it's got to be, I have two, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
My biggest surprise from a positive standpoint is the Miami Dolphins. I mean, look, they did a lot. They had a Tyreek Kill in the offseason. They, they shored up their running backs. Nobody's stellar. Or, I don't know if they're stellar. They're very good players. But nobody who's like, it's not a Derrick Henry type. It's not a solo, by-themselves stud running back. But he got a couple guys in there who can really contribute. Got a solid tight end. Jalen Waddle stepped it up. And, look, we did a lot of criticizing the Tua when Tyreek Hill was talking up Tua, saying, okay, Tyreek, he's not Patrick Mahomes, and he's not. But he doesn't have to be with the offense he has in place. And they, the Patriots' defense is really good. They still managed to come out and beat him week one. They, did, they, they came back against an incredible Baltimore offense that Lamar Jackson is playing, is playing out of his mind right now. And they still managed to come back and win that game, being down by quite a bit and looking like Baltimore is going to run right over them. Then, the big one, Buffalo, the team everybody had already anointed, apparently, as Super Bowl champions after two weeks. And look, they're an amazing team. They're going to be there at the end. How far, who knows? But, I mean, if they don't at least make it to the AFC Championship game, I'd be stunned. They beat them. And they beat them with two banged up. And... I'd be the Bills, that is. And, and the Bills um, didn't really have answers for a lot of the things Miami was doing, especially defensively. I mean, yeah, Josh Allen had great numbers because Josh Allen is a stud and he's going to always have great numbers. But it wasn't really translating the points like it had in previous games. And people are calling the Bills frauds now. That That's absurd. They're <laughs> they're certainly not frauds. They're going to be – they're going to win. If they don't win 14 games, I'll be shocked. Uh, but there is a blueprint – for teams that have the personnel now to beat them and at least hold them to a, a, a score where you have a chance, even offensive chance to beat them. But that was, they were legit. I mean, they grinded it out. Even with Tua going out injured, um, it just says it was the reason he was wobbling was his back was hurt. I think maybe protocol got surpassed a little bit on that one personally because that would look a little bit more than a back ache. I've had a sore back before plenty of times. And, uh, <laughs> I don't wander around looking like I'm on a different planet. So hopefully uh, it doesn't hurt hurt to it, you know, going forward long term. Uh, but he came back in and led his team to a win. A defense is legitimate. And Dolphins are a dangerous team. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with anything you said there. And, and, and to kind of jump on top of that as well is the week before against the Ravens where they yeah. just – it's like fourth quarter all of a sudden let me let me preface this by saying it is not apples to apples however the offensive explosion is mere image to what we saw with the Kansas City Chiefs circa the past three years ago three years mm-hmm. um, so I'm not saying they're that efficient but you know you have two dynamic players the running back field I uh, the, they have multiple skill sets I think is what you're looking for on the running back position where they're just that versatile um, and then two is showing what he can do uh, albeit as you pointed out injury concerns should be there um, I have one it's not a positive surprise it's not a negative surprise it's just sort of a a surprise to probably a lot of people but I think if you if we turn back the uh, the episodes, I think I pointed this out. Um, the AFC South as a collective 
look, four weeks from now, I, we could look at the standing and it could be completely different. But we're looking at Houston at the bottom, Tennessee, Indianapolis, and the Jacksonville sitting at top. And obviously, there's a tie in there too, which befuddles me that they Indianapolis and Houston end up in a tie. Um, <laughs> Week one tie. Ugh. And Indianapolis's win is against the Kansas City Chiefs. Go figure that one out. It and Jacksonville's putting some pieces together. We, you know, we've Chris, you draft, you know, in the top of the draft multiple years. You're going to get an influx of talent. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of can you utilize that talent and have success. We'll see if this is sustainable, but I, I think most people would look at it would have said, yeah, Tennessee, Indianapolis, those are your two, your two one, number one, number two, however you want to position it. But I, I still stand by it. it's like this this division right here will surprise a lot of people, not me, but it's going to surprise a lot of people, and this this fluctuation of standing in the AFC South is I think it's going to go all on all year and we're going to look at the end of the season week 16 week 17 where this division will probably end up being resolved um, but I'm really I, I don't think I have a real I mean you already took Miami as a big surprise which I'll, I'll second that uh, I don't really have much of a surprise on the positive end. I mean, Eagles are three and zero, but we'll have to figure that out if they're actual, you know, what they are. But it's it's interesting. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. Um, played well. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a negative surprise. Uh, there's just it's it's. For me, it's still a little too early to see if there's a team that's just going to fall off. That's going to be this, you know, is Arizona going to fall off? And with the amount of money they paid Kyler and, you know, the resources they're trying to put into that offense, if that falls off, that's that'll be a huge surprise. And then Denver, albeit they're 2-1, and one, and that last win was ugly, but, you know, I'm surprised that Denver's not hitting on some cylinders. Mm-hmm. They look like they're just still figuring it out, which you know, kudos to them for being two and one and still still in this. And I guess, I don't know, Chris, I think maybe Las Vegas is the one that kind of stands out. That was going to be, yeah, mine for my, my negative standout was the, all the talent they brought in. Best receiver yeah. in the game. Derek Arthur for 5,000 yards last year. It's like these guys are poised to make a run in the AFC West, and they have just played uninspired football. Blew a 20-point lead to Arizona. Right. Uh, they've done everything they can to snatch victor- uh, defeat from the jaws of victory in every capacity. Derek Carr doesn't look the same. Devontae Adams doesn't look like Devontae Adams. Um, gotta be, they've got to be the, the biggest disappointment so far. They're all close losses too. All all three losses are close. Yeah, two, two points, six points, and five points. So they're not blown out, but they're in the AFC West. Everyone everyone said the AFC West is going to be most challenging division this year with the quarterbacks that are in division, with the talent, the influx of talent. Not to mention the rest of the AFC. Like 
getting off to this start is going to be a problem for the Las Vegas Raiders. And, you know, Josh McDaniels' job's not at risk. Let's just be clear about that. He just got the job, so I don't think that's at risk. If I'm Derek Carr, and I know he's already getting the heat, he's the quarterback, hey, you get the limelight when you're going good, Yep. you're going to get the crap when it starts to go bad. So, and I'm sure some of the other players are going to take some of the shoulder, some of the blame, but the reality is you're 0-3 in a division where Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. Denver's got Russell Wilson, so he's got still some magic. And depending on the health of Justin Herbert, you know, if he's out there and playing, hey, that is a challenging team. So all I'm going to say is the Raiders are probably the biggest surprise. And this, honestly, this streak could keep going uh, if they don't right the ship. Yeah. And, and I mean, I was watching um, whatever DirecTV's version of Red Zone. I think it's actually just called Red Zone uh, last yesterday. Or not yesterday, excuse me, uh, Sunday. And I'm watching the end of the Titans-Raiders game. And, God, the Raiders must have had 12 plays. They kept getting penalties inside the red zone. It felt like it was forever. It was like it was like the final 45 seconds felt like 20 minutes. It probably actually was in reality. And they have Darren Waller, all-world tight end, super talented. Devontae Adams, best receiver in the game, best hands in the game. Guy's absolutely incredible. Hunter Renfro is no slouch. Uh, they have all his talent at receiver. And Derek Carr is just continuously like throwing these like fades in the corner of the end zone and like trying to like have guys like high point a ball in the back of the end zone. And it's like, dude, run a route. Call a route. But this is this is the Josh McDaniels offense that didn't work in New England. Be very clear. All these people now, all these Patriots fans, all of a sudden. We have a young team, and now we have a quarterback that's out for four to eight weeks, which is stellar. Um, a young team that's developing and gelling and was getting better each game. And I saw a lot of things from the Patriots I really, really liked Sunday. Uh, I saw some stuff I didn't, but growing pains. It's going to happen. Uh, you know, Josh McDaniels last year is the same guy who Mac Jones would throw him down to the goal line with his arm, and then he'd run up the middle straight three straight, straight times. And as much as I like our running backs, when you know that's coming, you stack the line. They're not big dudes. You're not scoring most of the time. You'd stifle our offense constantly. Now you have some of the best offensive weapons in football on your team, and that's what your goal line offense is? This is a Josh McDaniels problem. We know Derek Carr can throw. Yeah, he's not Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen, but he's a he's a fine quarterback. He can do a hell of a lot worse than Derek Carr, which is words I never thought I'd say a couple years ago. Obviously, Devontae Adams didn't forget how to play football. Darren Waller still knows how to catch. Hunter Renfro's only like in his like his third or fourth year. He's still young. He know, he's not like he's falling off. Running backs are eh, Josh Jacobs. I like Josh Jacobs, but he hasn't ever really recaptured that rookie magic he had. But this is still a team with a lot of offensive firepower and paid quite a bit on defense to bring some guys in. Should be way more competitive than they are. And it, it, it's baffling to me. And, and you get these Patriots fans... I hate our fan base. I'm sorry. Dude, I love my team. I hate our fan base. It's absurd. Like, oh, man, if the, the Raiders are going to fire McDaniels, we could have him back in the building by the time we by the time week six comes around. I'm like, why do we want that? Why would the hell do, do all we did last year? I was so grateful to the Raiders when they took this guy off our hands. I was like, there's no way they're going to get rid of this guy. He's going to be Belichick's heir apparent. 
He's, we're going to get stuck with him, and his team's going to suck. And the Raiders took him, and I was like, whew. I almost thought it was John Gruden drafting again when they took him away from us because I'm just like, this is ridiculous. You shouldn't do this. This is a bad move for you. Thank you, though. And uh, it's it's pretty much played out to where he's <laughs> ruining the season for a team that, that should be far better off. Look, at least look far better than they have because that offense yeah. is anemic for all the talent they have on it. It's It's crazy. Uh, since since you brought him up, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my two cents on on New England. I'm not gonna go long winded. I'm just gonna give you a brief my two cents. All right. And I agree the parting of the ways is is beneficial for the team. Um, I am concerned about two things. Uh, one, it's it, it seems like Patricia is calling the plays. Now I don't know that's for sure because obviously Bill Belichick will never allow that information out but it seems like he's calling the plays and i'm just i'm concerned about whether or not they can utilize the talent on offense um because there was one stat that they put across the game last weekend and the percentages of what they were the run to pass depending on if they were in shotgun or under the under the uh under the oh center, i saw that yeah it yeah. was Staggering. Yeah, very easy like, to call if you're professional defense. If I had that information, Chris, yeah, I, I I could call the defense. Okay, that's that's my problem, and that's twofold. That's could be a lack of creativity. All right, and I, I think you could grant me that at least that you know we're not sure of the level of creativity out of Matt uh, Matt Patricia oh, yeah. or or Joe Judge. Uh, but two, and I think this would be the, the first thing you would look at is they're trying to establish something. They're trying to take pieces of, of what Josh and Charlie Weiss, for that matter, created in New England, and they're trying to put their own wrinkle on it. They're trying to put their own little spice on it. Um, but it is concerning that the turnovers, I think, is the biggest thing for me. The turnovers is the biggest issue because honestly, they had that game. If it weren't for turnovers, they had that game this weekend, and we're we're two and one, and we're sitting pretty. Unfortunately, we're one and two. Um, and honestly, that Miami game that that's that's a winnable game too. See, yeah, th- they're winnable games, mm-hmm. but we're trying to turn over that leaf to the new era quarterback and. As you pointed out, Chris, that quarterback is going to be gone for a month, maybe more. Yeah. So now it's kind of in limbo and not sure where this team's going to go. But um, I'm not optimistic about the playoffs now. And I know we're three weeks in, but I'm not optimistic. Uh, if Max gone for four weeks, that's an easy, that's an easy four four game losing. Oh five-game losing streak and bottom of the division if it's longer. But I don't know. I, I, I gave you my two cents. Uh, I don't know if you have anything to rebuke that. Uh, not really to rebuke that. I mean, I, I think you brought up good points, and there are there are concerning points. I would just say this. Um, there's a lot of criticism about the offensive playmakers in the offseason, to which I would say – you know, we have 
Um, I can't remember his name now. I just had it. The kid we got from San Fran a couple years ago. Uh, Ken, uh, uh, Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne. You know, I think they're making a lot more, a lot bigger deal about him not playing a lot in the first couple of weeks than actually. I don't. I don't think there's any fire there. I think it's just a little bit of smoke, and people are just trying to fan the flames because they love seeing New England in turmoil, uh, especially the the national media, sports media. So I, I would just say I saw so many things from Mac Jones on Sunday that I really, really liked. He stood in the pocket. He took hits. He was willing to dive in and get hit by two guys. And not, not direct crazy hits like, oh, man, it's going to shorten your career. But he's willing to get in there and scrap. He's willing to get his guys fired up. He's willing to do what it takes to win. And I think he showed that on Sunday. Yes, they didn't win because they faced a Baltimore team that was just far more disciplined. Uh, And Lamar Jackson is a machine. And he's playing for probably one of the biggest contracts in NFL history right now. So he's not slowing out anytime soon. Um, So, I mean... I loved a lot of what I saw. They got Bourne more involved. Aguilar has been more involved. Made some great plays. Devontae Parker was <laughs> playing great the other day. Uh, I think the biggest problem for this team is the offensive line. We have two really good running backs yep. that are a nice change of pace in one another who can both also catch the ball. Uh, yeah, they're not Kevin Falk, but they can catch. And the offensive line, while we have some very talented players, uh, Cole Strange played insanely good against Pitt and he struggled a little bit against Baltimore different schemes he's a rookie you're gonna have to learn that you're gonna have to learn that and solidify and get better and I think uh this is on Mac Jones too I'm not trying to give him a pass because he has to learn to not do this at least two of those and one was a bad pass and the defender made a great play two he was under a lot of pressure I mean they blitzed him and he had nowhere to go, and he, instead of doing what he should have done, which he'll probably do in future years, which is throw the ball away, just duck down, take the sack, he threw it up, got a pick. Uh, there was a pick that just shouldn't have thrown that was close to the goal line, and then there was also that two-point conversion that didn't convert. Uh, and, got, you know, Stevenson was down. It's not like it was a bad call or anything. It was the correct call, just unfortunate for us. Um, but a lot of positive from this team, and the defense has played great. I mean, yeah, they got wore down by Lamar Jackson late in that game. Who doesn't when you can't keep your offense on the field? That's what Lamar right. Jackson does. That's why he's so special. So, I mean, uh, I what I want to see, I don't want to see Brian Hoyer touch the field. I want to see throw in the third stringer and see what the kid can do. Right. I mean, I said this the other day on my other podcast, joking around. I was like, I want to see Mac, you know, now that Mac's out. I didn't want that, but now that he's out, let's see the Zappa kid come in. And be the next Tom Brady for twenty years. How bad would that piss the entire NFL off? Uh not obviously that won't that's that's insane, that won't really happen. But I mean, give him a shot. Look, we know Hoyer's a dead duck out there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the guy's great on the sideline. He's he's gonna make a really good coach someday. He knows how to play the game, but doesn't play it very well. So I hope we don't see a whole lot of him uh either bring in somebody, try out put Zappa in something whatever till Matt comes back give Matt the time he needs to heal up he's our quarterback of the future I have after honestly after Sunday I have no doubt about that I've seen enough good things from this kid to know uh I he really I think he's the right choice and if guys like Tua and Josh Allen the past couple years have taught us everything anything it's 
Got to wait till year three sometimes. Got to wait till year four sometimes. Not everyone develops like Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Not everyone comes in on a, on a whim like Justin Herbert and is just a Pro Bowl caliber player from the word go. Those guys are special for that reason. And, you know, Josh Allen now is going to be a perennial MVP candidate until the day he steps off the field and retires. <laughs> but look how much work he put in. Look at all this stuff you heard in the offseason about how he was developing. I used to make so much fun of that guy. The first yep. two years he was around, I was like, what were they thinking? This guy's just another bust. He can't hit water falling out of a boat. And now he is absolutely, absolutely one of, if not the best quarterback in the NFL. And who knows what Mac will ultimately become. But guys like, I don't know, guys like Jalen Hurts got a chance. And now he came into the season knowing he was the guy. Been playing really good. Tua. Playing really, really good. Leading his team back to victories. I mean, yeah, he has star power around him, but any good team needs that. So it's not, it's not, you know, it's not a knock. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of confidence in this team going forward. Um, I think the defense will play good enough most weeks for us to win. Depends if we have an offense or quarterback that can score. And that remains to be seen because I don't care who you are, how good your defense is. If you can't put up points, you're not going to win. Right. So playoff chances may have taken a hit, uh, but uh, I still have unequivocal trust in Bill Belichick and his ability to call a good game. So we'll see what happens in Bill we trust. But, um, yeah, I mean, let's, let's for next week. Yep. Let's do our, uh, let's do, we always do about the quarter plan. We always do our, our award, our award picks for the season. Yep. Um, I think we should do that. We'll do, you know, offensive, defensive, MVP, rookies of the year. And you want to do anything else, the coach of the year or comeback, or do you want to wait for that a little bit? We'll wait for that. Yeah, so we'll do those five. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. You can't uh you're I, I'm gonna already predict you can't pick TJ Watt. TJ Watt's good enough to miss half the season and still come back and win the defensive player of the year. Okay. okay. I probably won't only because of the stats just won't be there. But he's right. if anybody can do it, <laughs> the guy's him. a freaking terminator, he's insane. I know. I know. Um I'm just impressed on the some of these quarterbacks that are really developing, um, I like what Tua is doing. I like what uh, it hurts to say that because he's a Miami Dolphins, yep. but uh, Jalen Hurts, I like what he's, I like what he's doing there. And uh, you know, uh, I think if I if I'm, you know, these second, third year guys that are established, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, give it some time develop you know uh, kyler put put down the xbox controller for yeah. a minute um and just kind of you know let the game come to you and, and slow it down and i think that's what kind of what josh allen did and it's kind of what oh lamar doesn't need the game to slow down he kind of speeds it up but <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it's not a problem for him I, I think there's just a lot of good quarterback play going on there's some bad and but there's a lot of good even <laughs> you I'm going to say this, Chris, and, and it, it, it's going to stun you. But even Carson Wentz is – He's played he's, well. He's playing some 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 ball, some decent ball. That's all I'm going to say. 
Um, but I, I am surprised that uh, the Dallas Cowboys are 2-0 and under the leadership of Cooper Rush. Dude, did you watch the game last night? I did not. I'm sorry. Oh, they were talking about – look, I mean, he's done well. I'm not trying to knock the guy. He's he's huh. good for him. Uh, he comes in, everybody's, oh, Dak's out. And people somehow got it in their mind that Dak was a franchise quarterback. Um, Which even had me fooled for a while, don't get me wrong. And then last year happened, and I was like, oh, wait, never mind. Uh, I mean, they were talking like, oh, they, they, this guy was on uh, – Jason Garrett drafted him. Like Jason Garrett, some kind of drafting genius because he drafted Cooper Rush. And then he brought him in, and then he took him up to New York with him. And then the Giants, or the, the Cowboys signed him back, and he cleared waivers, and 31 other teams had a shot at this guy, and nobody took him. And I'm just like, guys, it's Cooper Rush. It's not like they put Patrick Mahomes on waivers. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, he has a star-studded team around him. Like, he has a great defense. He has uh, a very high-priced running back who should be doing more. He has a not quite the offensive line of four or five years ago, but a good offensive line. Uh, and and, and C.D. Lamb, who's completely screwed me last night with that crazy catch he made because that made me lose my other league. Same here. Same here, yeah. Uh, but it was an amazing catch. He's a fantastic player and should be, stat-wise, a top-five receiver. But, you know, we got a backup quarterback in there throwing to him. But, I mean – just the, the the it's crazy the way they were talking about him. I mean, ain't good for him. I'm not knocking him at all. Hopefully, he continues his success. Happy for the guy, but it was foolish. It was like 31 other teams let him go. Yeah, because he's a backup quarterback who never did anything. Of course, they're gonna let him go. Those are a dime a dozen in the league. What's Jared Stidham doing right now? So we'll pick up Jared Stidham. Let's have him start. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, it, it's it's like yeah, it's it's. Remember Mike White? The Mike White craze last year. Oh, he, had a, he had a fantastic game. And he comes in the following week. Everybody's clamoring for Mike White. Mike White over Zach Wilson. Oh, my God. He's going to be the starter even when Wilson comes back. Goes out the next game and absolutely bombs. I mean, it wasn't even funny. It's a what have you done for me lately league. That's why only the truly special players actually maintain maintain relevancy and good graces uh, for as long as they do. And even then, if you're too good for too long, someone hates you because you're too good. Uh, see Tom Brady. Um, even guys like Peyton Manning and whatever, you know. I mean, I never liked him on the field, and I cannot watch that abomination that is the Manning cast. But, uh, but I mean, tremendous quarterback. But, I mean, yeah, it's – I don't know. It's been a fun season so far, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's been – it's, and this is why we love the NFL, because it, it's certainly not for their consistency on guys who uh, violate the uh, condo code. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's because you never know what you're going to see. And you can see a team like the Colts who looked very pedestrian the first two weeks of the season, punch the Chiefs in the face and give them their first loss of the year. And I didn't expect that. I thought the Chiefs were going to go in there and railroad them <laughs> and, uh, it didn't happen. Let's see. That was. Oh yeah, okay. They went. Yeah, okay. That wasn't Indy. Okay, I want to make sure my my context was correct. Um. I mean, anything else, or? I don't have much else. Not tonight. Um. 
I'm looking forward to next week. I'm interested. I am interested to see if uh, Aaron Judge breaks the what is it the Yankee record, and it's the AL record for home runs if yep. he gets 62. Yep. Um, that'll be interesting to see. Um, and then, um, you know, unfortunately, the Patriots are going up to Green Bay, so I don't know how that's going to go. And we'll just have to keep paying attention to what, um, what's going on with Mac Jones, uh, Justin Herbert. I know he's been dealing with some stuff. And then um, I'll be interested to see what your picks are for MVP because uh, it's, it's tight. Right now it's tight, and especially even after next weekend, it could be even tighter. Uh, this race is – it's interesting. It's going to be about who stays healthy and who performs consistently each and every week because mm-hmm. right now, I mean, there's probably three guys you could pick and any one of the three, it's not a wrong decision. No. Um, and I know there's a lot of good young players that came out of this draft that uh, – are really starting to perform. Mm-hmm. My guy from Michigan's already performing up in Detroit, and uh, that defense looks good. Defense looks Lions good. do not look bad. No, no. And shout out to uh, my four and zero Wolverines. Uh, looking good, looking strong, and uh, I'm hoping for uh, a championship run this this year. But uh, we'll see what happens. Are they ranked? Uh, they are ranked fourth right now. Oh wow, nice! Okay. Yeah, they started out the season fifth. Uh, they've moved up one spot, um, but uh, Georgia's still undefeated. I think Alabama's still undefeated. Uh, Ohio State's still undefeated. So it, 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 there's a lot of competition up Gee. there. It's the usual party, you know. Nothing new. Uh, it is intriguing, and uh, I'll say this: there's some there's some cats that are spinning the ball down in 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 the college ranks and uh it'll be exciting to see some of these guys come up to the pros and see if uh see if they can stick and uh not just though a quarterback though man there's some wide receivers that are they're flashing something uh, nice so you know the talent pool is not drying up anytime soon and um i'll be looking forward to this season's draft again it's 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 truly exciting to see what these these players develop and then I'm interested to see where the draft position lines up because you could see some teams that have quarterbacks well entrenched that land up there. And mm-hmm. That'll be fun to look at. But that MVP race, Chris, I'm, I'm interested to see what you're going to pick because it, it's going to be a tight one. Oh, it's going to be close. It's going to be a tough pick too. Um, I'm just – how how crazy would, would it be Michigan and Ohio State both get to their their yearly game at the end of the year, ranked one and two, both undefeated. Oh, you imagine trying to get a ticket to that game? Yeah, you couldn't. <laughs> you, you couldn't. You, first off, it's probably already sold out. Oh no, I, I get, but yeah, I mean, I mean, like secondhand, like people would be selling them off for a lot of money. And a second, a secondary is going to be like ten, twenty grand. Just uh, that, I'm telling you right now, that would be insane. To see if I don't know if they would go one two. Um, at least I mean, but both undefeated. At least I mean, that'd be something. Be, uh, both undefeated. Yeah, I mean, Georgia's still 
Georgia's still putting it down too. That's that's the crazy mm-hmm. part. So it's it, it it would be interesting to see them go to because it's in um it's in uh Ohio Columbus Ohio this year. So they're they're going. It's the road game for Michigan this year. Okay. So that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, man. I I tell you right now. I'll be off that week, uh, that Saturday for sure. <laughs> That's a twelve noon kickoff. That's the one thing I love. Ohio you'll be, State, you'll be up at four a.m. getting ready for it. That's right. <laughs> All right. Wearing, I'll be wearing my new uh, Michigan jersey. Oh yeah, buddy. Uh yeah. So real quick before we go, um, look at the NFL schedule this week. One game. You yeah. looking forward to the more than any? Um, nothing in particular. I'm just kind of dreading the. A little bit of the Green Bay Packers. That's all for the Patriots. Uh, other than that, nothing. I'm not looking for looking at anything particular. You know, it's still early. I got to, man. That Bengals Dolphins Thursday night game is going to be yeah, stellar, yeah. and that afternoon Bills Ravens game is going to be very telling and big for either team as they're going to see. You know, having a win over the other one towards the end of the season for those two teams is going to be big. So, I'm. Uh, and you got. Two. When you add passing and rushing to it, I think you have the two single biggest threats at quarterback overall in that game. Some people are going to say Mahomes. Mahomes can't rush against one of those guys. He, he he can run. He's mobile, but not like Lamar and not like Josh Allen. But I'll be interested to see how that turns out. Uh, I wish for the Patriots' sake they could both lose, but <laughs> it's not going to happen. So I kind of got to pull for Baltimore to give the division rival another loss. All right. You good? Yeah, I'm all set, man. All right, man. That is going to wrap it up for episode 185. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions on this episode, past episodes, or anything sports-related at all, Ben and I love to hear from you. And we're going to get in touch with us. Well, you can hit us up on Twitter. That's at BCTSPod. Facebook, Ben and Chris Talk Sports. The website, BCTSPod.com. And Instagram, Ben underscore Chris Talk Sports. And if you have not done so yet and you feel so inclined, please go to wherever you download your favorite podcast, leave a rating and review, subscribe, and ask a friend to do the same. We greatly appreciate the support. For Ben, I am Chris. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you right back here next week. Thank you.